10 uh, of Frodham Town Council, Monday the 27th of January 2020. Um, do we have any apologies for absence, please? We've got apologies from Councillor Lord Pennington and Councillor Dawson. And Mark, Mark sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, Mark Neil. Okay, thank you. Um, we go around the table for declarations of interest. Could we start with you, Pat? No. 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 None that I'm aware of, but I reserve the right to come back. None that I'm aware of, but I reserve the right. Oh, same. Yes. Same for me. Uh, Green Gates Community Projects. Green Gates. Green Gates. None that I'm aware of. Okay, thank you. Um, right, now we've got a few people who are going to speak to us in public speaking time. Um, do we have a preferred order? Um, if we, perhaps if we receive the presentation first? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you know how long your presentation is going to be? Do we know how long your presentation is going to be? Uh, we said it would be less than 10 minutes. Okay, so we have a limited amount of time for yes. public speaking. We'll, we'll fly through as quick as we can. Okay. Um, if there's any questions at the end, I'm quite happy to say. Yeah, okay. I'm, uh, I'm Steve Pepperton, I represent Cycle North Cheshire. Uh, we are an organisation that's based in the Frodham Helsby area. We've been going for almost six years, and our objective is to campaign for better cycling and walking facilities for the people of the area so that they feel safer to use the bike uh, as a preferred method for short journeys. Uh, and the Chester Greenway is a great model. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and we believe that Frodsham Town Council can help us make this happen. The Chester Greenway is, is this. It's a disused railway line opened initially in the year 2000 as the Millennium Way. Um, beautiful tarmac surface, no traffic whatsoever. It's a very safe, um, clean, effective way of getting around the area. And the only downside of the uh, Chester Greenway is it finishes at Mickle Trafford. So we've been campaigning for a number of years to see whether we could link that up, bring it down to Helsby and then through to Frodsham and to the border with Halton so that we had a local facility safe for children to ride to school, for people to walk, uh, people in wheelchairs, it's accessible. Um, fantastic model. We, we want more of it. So that's what we've been trying to do um, thus far very unsuccessfully, but we're starting to get there. Um, <clears throat> so we're focused on the A56 corridor, which is Helsby, Frodsham, and the surrounding villages. And we cooperate with sister bodies now in Chester and the Wirral, so that we act together with the council. Uh, and my colleagues meeting, um, again, with people from the council about the marshes uh, next month. So we're starting to get relationships and an understanding uh, with the council on how things to get done. Things that we've done so far, uh, family-friendly cycling maps, better parking signage, campaigns we've got for some bike parking facilities at Helsby School. We've run a very effective local potholes campaign, um, which has had some great success. So why bother? Um, well, more people cycling and fewer driving would deliver a broad range of benefits in terms of health, economy and the environment. Uh, 
Low levels of physical activity lead to more obesity and diabetes. Uh, and that's putting a huge strain on the NHS capacity. Uh, and, the, and the cost is being met by the tax payer, and it will increasingly be borne by young adults. So I'm not going to dwell on these charts for too long, but if you see that um, between 50, 55% of people are overweight or obese, and if you look at the national cost of that, it's, um, sorry that's not in focus, I'm not sure how you do it, but it's 6.1 billion has been spent um, on supporting uh, avoidable or largely avoidable illnesses due to lack of physical activity. Um, air pollution caused by cars and trucks is having an effect on the health of the nation, but especially on young people. Uh, and in Frudgeon, we've got one of the critical areas at the bottom, Fluent Lane, where it joins the A56. There are numerous reports and references, so I'm not going to draw on that too long. Um, why won't people walk or ride? Uh, well, to be blunt, um, there is a, an element of laziness. Um, but there are a lot of what one of my friends calls uh, Secret cyclists, people who would like to cycle but don't feel safe enough. And there were two reports issued last year, one from Cycling UK and the other by Sustrans, which was specifically female-focused, uh, why the poor women cycle. Um, and if you cut through it all, there are really two issues. Um, potholes and the conditions of the road surfaces that we've got, people feel threatened by them, and they feel extremely intimidated by traffic, especially from heavy goods vehicles, buses, tractors, um, which if you're on a little bike and a big tractor comes past you with a trailer or a bus, it's, it is quite uh, nervy, even from experience. So we were, managed to go out ourselves, I didn't know that Louise was coming, uh, it started about 18 months ago, um, sponsored by Ian Ashworth, Director of Public Health, and part of the Eat Well and Be Active campaign. Um, there is an active travel forum. And we've, we've all got parallel agendas here. How do we get more people to be more physically active? How do we get them on their bikes, walking more? Um, and what's come out of that is a local cycling and walking infrastructure plan, which we all call the LC WIP. Um, and this is very important because every authority has to produce. Well, they don't have to, but if they don't, they can't get any funding. So effectively, they have to. Um, the plan is used for applications for central funding. So without an LC whip, Quack cannot win any funding for new paths or upgraded facilities. So they have to have this plan written. Uh, and we are behind other councils who are already winning funding. Uh, Cheshire East has had theirs for some time. Warrington's has just gone live. Liverpool's is about to. Um, so we're catching up, but we're getting there. And we've been working on this plan for a while. The draft plan was published pre-Christmas, and the it's open for consultation now, finishes on the 13th of February. And the major thing for our area, um, bear in mind that we were campaigning for an extension of the, of the Greenway from Nickel Traffic. The, the core plan for Frodsham and Helsby is to link Frodsham and Helsby by a proper cycling and walking path. Primarily this is aimed at children at Helsby High School to enable them to have safe transit passages to, to the school. Um, so we can't get too bound up in the detail because the plan is at concept level at the moment. But effectively there's a, a bypass around the centre of Frodsham, missing out Castle Park, um, 
linking up to a bit in the middle that goes past the high school and a corresponding bit that goes around the back of Helsby, finishing somewhere around, I would say, Tesco and Helsby, and then see how that could be then linked up to the Greenway at Mickle Trafford. Um, so we've now got effectively what we've been campaigning for for five years as, as part of the Quack plan. And as fortunate would have it, Sustrans also have an exactly identical plan for the area. So we've managed to bring the two bodies together and get them to have um, exactly the same plan. So we've been attacking this from, from two, two directions. So now there is a plan um, which involves Frodsham and Helsby, and it will deliver safer, better cycling and walking pathways for this town and for your constituents. That's the map, and I said, but I don't want to get too bound up in detail. We, a, we don't have time, but really that level of detail is the next step, doing a proper engineering study. Got some ideas, we're having some discussions on how we can accelerate that, um, and when we've got something to tell you, we will be pleased to come back and tell you how that goes. All right, I've said all this. <laughs> um, so I'm going to hand over to my colleague, uh, Ashley McCrate, who's done a lot of work for high school and the neighborhood plan, yeah. just to put in some of the guests. So we have now people put that uh, green. Ashley McCrate, long-term resident of Frodsham, 30 years, and uh, good to be here. Um, feedback from residents. When Nick Slivich and I met the consultants first, first information gathering meeting in August, um, we showed them this map. This is one produced by the neighborhood planning people, and they're doing a great job. It shows red dots where pedestrians feel it's unsafe to cross the road. Um, they, they consultants liked this, they liked it a lot. They said it's great because it shows community engagement. Is the, um, um, and also we've also got data from, uh, from the Labour Plan which talks about wishes, wishes of the young residents, and there's 72 young residents actually contributed to this, age between 8 and 16, and also from, for the all residents. But this one from the young residents is very, very strong in terms of actually the second biggest factor they said they wished for was safer infrastructure for cycling, what the second biggest factor. The highest one was the more personal stuff, the one to more physical and social activities. The second biggest factor was, uh, was safer. All residents, when we actually we, we looked at the data for all residents, um, the sixth highest, even though this is an open, open questionnaire, they didn't have to say anything, should say whatever they liked, the sixth highest one was safer infrastructure. Less traffic higher up, less traffic congestion, safer infrastructure. So it's all shown up as very, very but these are open servers, they're not targeted. What they actually, the, uh, when it spoke to the consultants, they said what you need is, this is soft data, you need harder data. So you need harder data to actually talk about demand, because the estimates they came up with for actually demand between here and, and healthy were low. And we knew it were low, but they didn't have any better data, so we've got better data. So we talked to the Helsby High School head, uh, James Cooney, who's really good, a busy man, um, but he actually agreed to run a survey of all 1,350 pupils in the school. Um, and we did that, they, they got it running, they, we missed one particular sort of uh, breakpoint, and we got it running in the autumn term, and we got all the results by, I got, I got them all on 1st of January this year. 
Oh, it was a good day. And over there. He's working on his holiday, so he got them through. Okay. Now, they all say infrastructure is poor, access to the school is poor, uh, drivers aren't empathetic enough. They're all saying all the things that you kind of know. <coughs> the outcome is that this is pedestrians, that they actually, <coughs> parents are worried about it. <coughs> Same one for cycling, very similar picture. And then they've got additional to that, not enough uh, back, you know, back <coughs> parking spaces. Um, people laugh at them, you know, silly things like this, but it matters. So the overall got a picture of cyclists and pedestrians are looking for, the uh, Hellsby High School are looking for um, safer infrastructure and better access, better pedestrian crossings in the, in the area. There are 1,350 pupils in Hellsby High School. 74% of them live within a cyclable distance of the school. 4% uh, cycle at the moment. About 30% walk actually, that's mainly come from Prussian Hellsby. 14% said they would like to cycle. That was a first choice, first choice. Rather than going to the bus or bike other. More than twice as many, three times as many said they would rather cycle than, than actually the current method of traveling. They can't do that because the parents are saying it's not safe enough. This is the hard data we've actually collected. And Steve projected this <coughs> to um, consultants and to Jamie Matthews in, in Black. Yes, and that's what it is. So they've actually now, they now understand that the, actual, the estimates they came up with are much lower than what we actually now know are, 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 are actually sort of likely to be happen. Certainly much lower in fact is the wish. And Factor five. Five big factor. Five big factor. I think. So this is where I hand back over to Scott. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a summary of what we've been doing. Uh, five years work in about five minutes. Um, so what can you do? Well, I think you can help us by showing some visible support for the project by completing the survey, perhaps in conjunction with your colleagues in Helsby Parish Council. But to, to complete the survey, to say, well, I can't tell you what to say, but to try and to show some engagement and some support. The more that we can demonstrate there's an appetite for this pathway, the easier it will be to persuade people to release funding. Um, the, original, the original numbers were low. The Helsby High School numbers increased that by a vast amount. But it's, it's the people of, of the borough that really count. And actually, in some ways, it isn't the kids that are in the school now. It's the kids that are in the junior schools now, because they will be at the school in the coming years. So it's the parents in the, in the primary schools, as well as the secondary schools, that we really want to be getting on board. There is a survey. Um, I can email you the, the link um, from the Quack uh, website. Uh, and the more people that we can get as individuals, friends, neighbours, organisations to complete this, the better it will be. So that's all I've got to say. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Is there anything you want to ask me, please? Feel free to. Well, we haven't really got time for a Q&A oh. session now. We've got okay. lots of other things to do. But we, I, have I, have one, I have one question. I'm sorry. <laughs> can I just ask? I understand I'm fully on board with the, the safety aspects, but it's also disused railway lines and they're quite lonely places for, for kids and women to cycle and walk. 
that's one of my main concerns. That's one of the reasons I won't cycle because I don't like I don't like any traffic. I work in it, but I don't like it. I don't like cycling in it. But I find the disused railways, even though they're beautiful on a nice summer's day, they're not very safe in the respects of women and children being in isolated places. Um, I can't argue against that other than I don't know of any issues of that nature on the Chester Greenway. I'm, I'm talking generally here, not just not just the Chester Gateway. They have the similar things in, in and around Liverpool and other Wirral. They do. And, and uh, there are, Bristol, Bath. There are, there are cases of, of women being attacked. Just can I just say, if we carry on with any more questions now, we're going to run out of public speaking time. So I think, um, have we got this on the agenda for later? Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll raise our issues then. Okay, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We can put our concerns on the response. Thank you. Yeah, we have somebody now wants to speak about the website. So, Mr. Burroughs. That's me. Yeah. I'm not using that. I'll grab a chair if that's okay. <coughs> I'll try and be quick. <coughs> okay, evening everyone. Um, thanks for letting me talk about uh, this website I've created, a thing called infortune.uk. Basically, I'm just asking the town council to publicise it any way they can. Um, basically, what it is, it's a free to use, uh, non sponsored, non monetized, so I don't get any money for anybody using it. Um, it's a web portal with links to everything going on in Frodsham. Uh, that's the aim of it anyway. I'm not quite there yet, but uh, working towards it. If you think of it as like a web based yellow pages, it's localised just to the four wards of Frodsham. It's got links for groups, um, at the moment anything from Adventure Babies to Yin Yoga, links for shops, anything from At The Barbers to Zoe's Hair Salon, links for businesses from 24-7 Tires to Woodhouse Limited. It's got links for places, so places of rent where things go on, so for example from the first Frodsham Scout Centre to Weaver Way, that sort of thing. Uh, lists include listed buildings, caves, parks, places of hire, all that sort of stuff. There's special pages there for the Christmas Festival, which I know has just gone. Festival of Walks when it comes up, Heritage Week, Weaver Words, all that sort of stuff. There's a dedicated Visit Us section, which lists all the motoring, cycling, public transport, parking, restaurant, pubs, hotels, public space, historical sites that people might possibly want to come and visit. There's a special What's On section, at the moment there's links to over 2,000 Frodsham events. It's around about that because obviously as they get older, they go off, as they get newer, they come on. So infrosion.uk was originally developed just as a pure web-based package. Uh, it does adapt for mobile devices, but just to make it even better, I've created a couple of additional sites. So you get friendlier views, and that's called frodshamtown.uk and what's on infrosion.uk. They all effectively go to the same place, but just the different views on it. Few stats just to really bore people to death. It's been running for two years now, so it's not a flash in the pan. It's got 800 pages there of group shops, businesses, places, and news items. And as far as news items are concerned, I don't actually create the news items, I produce provide links to, for example, you've got someone on the 
Town Council website, Frodsham Life, and it's just like the highlights of pictures of into the actual site itself. Uh, the most visited pages, I reset everything around about June last year, so take it from that. So since June, Christmas in Frodsham page had 5,601 hits. Artisan Green, funnily enough, had 2,538. And I think the reason that got the most is because I've got my web page up with links to their Facebook page before they got their web page up. <laughs> Frodsham Market, uh, 2,128. There's a special page of walking routes, so if I find walking routes available, I'll put them up there. There's 1,466 to that. Cash 22, 1,263, Cheshire View, 1,243, and so on and so forth. Most visited events, um, obviously, uh, as they go in the past, then they go away. But uh, Castle Park Live 2020 is 1,010, Trips on the Hill, 5,008, the Mid Cheshire Scooter Rally, 555, and funnily enough, the Wildflowers of the Russian Caucasus Mountains, which is a gardening club event tonight. Uh, it's got 340 hits on that. <coughs> the Fortune Chess Congress 333, which is next weekend. And there's around about, I calculate about 1,000 hits per day, just purely on the What's On section. And again, that's just links off to other sites. Um, so briefly in summary, all I really want to do is to ask you to support and promote it for us. So three sites in Fortune.uk, Fortune.uk, What's On in Fortune.uk, no spaces or one word. Do you, do you want to provide a little report? You know, make I've got some um, and we could put it on our posters website. and things, yeah, 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 and a couple of Do you want flyers. to liaise with, with Jeremy? Yeah, I'll give you those as we go. Yeah. Could you uh, email me them? Yeah, sure, the, no worries. Yeah, the other thing that you might want to consider doing is that later in the year when we have the town meeting, yeah. which is, it's not a council meeting, it's a meeting. Yeah, I'll come on to that we, as well, yeah. You could come and do a bit of presentation. We'd have to put posters up in the obvious place like the community yeah. centre and all the rest of it, but it's just... Yeah, but if you want to just come to that meeting and talk about it, yeah, yeah, that okay. would be good. Any questions? I know you've pushed for time. How is it this... Um, there are so many other websites. Is this supposed to put... Because there's, there's the fraudulent Facebook page, there's the... Um, project life, etc. Yeah. Um, and this, it, it just seems to be a bit um, confusing, to be honest. It's a website. It's not a Facebook page. It's not a Facebook group. I think yeah. you, you oh, post things regularly on Facebook to it, don't you? Oh yeah, I, 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 I wanted to. I wanted to. Uh, let's have a quick look. Which ones I do? I keep an eye on the various Facebook groups that are kicking up there. So, Frodsham, Frodsham Cheshire, uh, for customers of business, Happy Frodsham, Frodsham Social, Frodsham All Sorts, Frodsham Community Centre Group. I'll do more to that, and any events that pop up there, I'll make a note of them and put them up on the, on the, on the web page. The trouble I find with Facebook is, oh, what was that? And by the time it's gone, you're trying to remember where it was, and it's hunting around for it again. Whereas this is all in one place. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Yeah? Okay. Thank you very much. I do know something. It's time now for our PCSO to give us a regular update. <coughs> very much. Happy New Year to those of you that I've not seen before since Christmas.
Um, right, I'll start with bike marking. Um, this year, um, at the start of the year, we I set up a bike marking event at Helsby High School um, on a Saturday afternoon. Hopefully, with the intention of getting cyclists as they're cycling past, as well as advertising it so people would come. We managed to mark 10 bikes in total um, that day, which the, the weather wasn't great on the day, so mm. I thought that was that was quite good. And we've got another one booked in for um, April time, so we'll uh, I'll advertise that nearer the time. Will that be um, at the high school again? Yeah, again at the, at the high school. It's just. We, we could hold it at the police station, but we try and do it joint for Hellsby and Frodsham, yeah. so it's just a central location and we get use of the, the bus park from the school. Um, this year I, I, I'm holding a football tournament again. I held a, a Chester Police North Rural football tournament a couple of years ago and it was the first one. It was, it was a great success. We didn't hold one last year, but we've decided to hold another one this year. <clears throat> So I've organised the event for the Monday the 15th of June at the Leisure Centre. Um, this will be between 4pm and 7pm. I've invited 12 local schools um, and hopefully they'll all attend. I think last time we had 10 out of the 12, but I'm hoping to get all 12. And there'll be mini groups and then the winners will go to a semi-final or final. Everyone will get a medal. The winners and runners will get trophies and then there'll be a big trophy for, for the, the overall school that wins. As well as last time I was able to provide a voucher for the, the winning school to get sports equipment for the, the local school. It's just a, a good way. Football's a bit of a passion of mine and now that girls are so heavily involved as well as boys, it's, a, it's, a good, it's an easy way in for me to be able to engage with the younger people and they seem to enjoy it. So uh, we're going to be... Holding. It's a five-a-side event, primary school age, years five and six, and the, the criteria is there must be a mixture of boys and girls in the team. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. A lot of hard work involved leading up to it, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, they, they, sorry, the bite marking as well. That, that will be Saturday the 4th of April between 1.30 and 3.30. Um, last week... Uh, last Friday I held a police surgery specifically designed for traffic related issues. Now I've not done this before, it was a, a colleague of mine, I can't take the claim for it, a colleague of mine wanted me to run it so that he can get a feel for what the issue, traffic related issues there are within the community. Not just Frodsham Hotels being Kingsley as well. Unsurprisingly, it's the best attended police surgery I've ever held. Um, so, so I had a queue and I didn't know what to do. Um, so we, I've received a number of complaints. A lot were in relation to parking. Um, park cars on High Street near to the junction of Trinity Gardens. Um, I've also had um, complaints about parking on Brookside Road, junction of Marsh Lane as well. And they're things that I'll be looking at over the next week or so to try and alleviate those issues. I've, I've also been out with the enforceable speed gun on High Street, Fluin Lane, Bridge Lane and Manly Road over recent weeks, as well as deploying Smiley Sid in a number of locations including Bradley Lane and Ship Street. Speeding and parking are the two main issues we get bombarded with, so it's no surprise that I concentrate on, on those. 
Um, we're looking to hold a, a traffic enforcement day in Frodsham and Hellsby on Saturday the 14th of March. This follows on from a successful one that we held just prior to Christmas and it will once again see myself and colleagues assisted by police constables and special constables who are actually stopping vehicles and dealing with them at the roadside. Um, it appears that over the past week or so we've been hit with uh, a few vehicle and shed breaks or attempted breaks in the area. Tonight I've, I've put our messages on social media reminding residents to be extra vigilant and just ensure that vehicles are secure because you'd be surprised how many are left unsecure and that no valuables are left on display and also the, the sheds uh, are made as secure as possible as well. The, um, the engagement with young people I was at Frodsham Weaver Vale Primary School last Thursday delivering internet safety talks to years three and four and also speaking to pupils in years one and two about the role, my role within the community. I ran a mini football tournament at Frodsham Youth Club on Friday the 17th of Jan and continue to work closely with Nick and the, and the team there for the great job that they do at the youth club and it makes Friday nights a lot easier for us because a lot of the children are, are at the youth club. Coming up, I've got another Internet Safety Day booked in with Frodsham CV Primary School. That's next Tuesday. No, sorry, two weeks. Two weeks tomorrow on the 11th. Also, I've got Let's Walk Road Safety Course with Years 3 and 4 at Frodsham Weaver Vale on Wednesday the 4th of March. We're also continuing to do our drop-in sessions at Hellsby High School. Uh, this is on a weekly basis where we can, but at least fortnightly and this is for both students and teachers and this helps us to engage with the teachers to find out what issues they're having in school with, with children and also allows the children to come to us whether they're having issues or not it's good to engage with them at school so that we're not struggling when we're out and about on the streets trying to deal with them we've already got that relationship. Frodsham Christmas Festival was again a great success um, I know it Seems a long time ago now, but it was after the last council meeting. Um, we, we had a few traffic-related issues, as we always do, just as we're closing the roads off. But they'll be brought up at subsequent meetings to try and alleviate, and uh, hopefully it'll make next year's even better still. But on the whole, it was enjoyed by thousands of people, and it went really well. So well done to those that, that were involved in the organising. And social media. For those that don't already know, you can follow me or the police on Facebook and Twitter. Um, on Facebook, it's just Frodsham Police. And then on Twitter, it's, I believe it's at Frodsham Paul. I don't know, I don't do Twitter, but I, <coughs> I post on front, um, Facebook and Twitter. Um, so if anyone wants to know what I'm up to or any important news, uh, I put up on there as well. I've got a list of my surgery dates, but I'm not going to go through them. I've, I've given them to Joe if you, if you need to know them. They're there for the next couple of months. And we'll put them on the website. Yeah, and that's me. Brilliant. A couple of things, please. I'll do my best. Uh, thanks for allowing us in the other day. The client that you saw from um, the area you said has been in touch with me today and said that she got a lot out of the meeting. Also, your presence at the coffee mornings at the parish hall. Um, I think you've got this uh, 
good uh, vibe with the I'm older lady. Collect, I'm collecting mugs now. I'm well, mugs you're, and... you're doing a grand job. <laughs> um, Does he have a following of ladies now? He has a following of ladies. I don't mind that, never mind that. Um, <laughs> and uh, just on a personal thing, you've had to deal with several points that I've had to bring up to you. I'm very grateful for your constant help um, in our area. Um, and also, uh, another Blue Light service I'd just like to thank is Cheshire Fire. I've been round um, Ashton Drive, Ship Street, and up at Townfield Lane um, doing the fire alarms, rechecking, and I learned something off them that I could, uh, much to a lot of people's like, I could have been burnt to uh, a cinder. Um, but thank you, and the fire service as well. Thank you. Okay, I'd just like to say, Neil, thank you very much for your support and your colleagues' support in the run-up to the Christmas festival and on Excellent. the day itself. That's fine. That was brilliant. I enjoyed it as ever. Yeah. So, looking okay. forward to the next one. Councillor okay. Riley, very quickly. Yeah, just a very quick one. Can you just do a quick plug about the Cheshire Fraud Alerts? Everybody should sign up to these because the police are sending out quite frequent bulletins about things to look out for in... Um, you know, sort of local area, lots of scams. Yeah, and I think that's going back to what I was saying about you follow me on Facebook and Twitter, I put out all these important messages. So there's quite. They, they all shared, I think, on our. Yeah, and yeah, I know there's, there's a number of people that do, do share them as well, especially at the moment. There's courier fraud, that type of thing. So anything I put on, the more people share, the, the better. Yeah. So okay. it's great. That's brilliant. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Right. Now, do we have any other members of the public that are in a <coughs> desperate, urgent need to speak to us about something? Yeah. Because I'm aware that we're keeping Councillor Louise Gishins back. Um, Louise is the leader for Cheshire West and Chester Council. She's very... Yes, if you'd like to move to the table, please. You do know that we do an audio recording of these. That's fine. So. Um, and Louise is going to give us some time to talk to us about... Cheshire West and Chester. We've got a couple of questions for you, but um, if you want to, to talk about um, the new council and what you're doing, okay. in particularly in relation to fraudulent rural yeah. areas. Okay, um, thank you for asking me to come and speak here tonight. Um, I became leader of Cheshire West Council last May and I actually come from Neston. And one of the things that I wanted to do was to really sort of bridge relationships with town and parish councils. So as a ward councillor in Neston, I've worked really hard with Neston Town Council and before the boundary change with Puddington Parish Council. Um, and in, in the sort of days of austerity, I recognise how important it is that we all come together for the benefit of our residents. Um, so I'm sort of trying to see as many of the bigger town councils uh, as a council. I'm going to Winsford tomorrow. Um, and then I'll be going to Northwich at some stage and Malpas and then I'll be trying to get round the parish councils. And myself and Andrew Lewis is the chief exec met with Chalk uh, a few months ago to look at how we can work together more and I think there's a, another conference coming up. I know yeah. Judith uh, came last t time, yeah, didn't a, you? an executive board member at Chalk. All right, okay. So we've got another conference coming up, and if that's successful, we'll probably be looking to holding them more, more than once a year, mm. um, because I think there's lots of ways that we can work together for, for our residents. In terms of um, Cheshire West as a whole, we're currently um, putting together our budget for the next year and our uh, council plan for the next four years. Some of you might have been involved in the consultation that we had 
which unfortunately had her during the middle of it due to the general election. So quite a few of the events were put on hold as a result of that. Um, so um, over the next couple of weeks there will be scrutiny, there will be cabinet and then finally it will go to full council in, in um, uh, the end of February. And certainly in terms of our council plan, part of that is how that we can work in a different way with our communities. So gone are the days where the council did everything to people. Um, we want to move to a position where we can actually work more with communities to help them and to empower them to do the types of things that they want to do in their communities. So it was interesting that Cycle North Cheshire are here because through the Active Travel Forum that we set up, um, they've actually put, become a really important part of this new local cycling walk, walking infrastructure plan and quite frankly we couldn't do it without them. So um, they're really working hard with officers doing a lot of the groundwork, getting involved. Um, and it was quite good because I had a chance to have a quick catch up because I'm not involved in the Active Travel Forum anymore. And they're going to actually be com coming to us with solutions to some of the problems that we face. So I think that emphasis now of, of sort of that patriarchal approach to councils is going and we do need, and that, I'd stress that with you at the town council level as well, to work with your communities so that you can help them and with our help if necessary to get things done as much as possible. Um, so that, that will all be available. In terms of our finances, um, this year we're, we're going to have a balanced budget um, but we're still unsure what will happen over the next four years but currently it's looking like there will still be a funding gap of about £28 million. So we're, we're still um, um, facing pretty harsh financial um, situation but we'll be doing our best to try and um, overcome that so that our residents don't suffer as, as a result of it. Um, and who knows, there might be some good news, but there was some pretty grim news that came out over the weekend. Um, so we'll, we'll wait and see. But I think the message for me today is that I really want us to work closely with you. Um, and it's, is it Pam Bradley, who's mainly your, your um, yeah, locality? Yeah, so I know Pam really well because she's my locality uh, manager as well. So I've got that relationship there, which I want to really sort of build and, and work on at this level. So really, I want to hear from you in terms of what, how you'd like to work with us more, any queries that you've got or any challenges that you're currently facing. If I can't answer it, which is a possibility, I'll make a note and I'll come back with a written yeah. response for you. We haven't had, I mean, we did ask councillors to, to let Jo know specific questions okay. and we, we've not had any. Um, other than my question really related to the car parking strategy. Yes. You've published your review of it, but yeah. it's not clear how the review was carried out and who was involved. Oh, right. Certainly I don't know of anybody. You, you, you didn't come back to Rodgham Town Council. Okay, so that was actually at scrutiny tonight, which is interesting that it's on the same day. So I've been given um, a sort of a, a summary of what the uh, reviewers, um, what has actually happened. Now, a lot of the information has come from the actual machines that we're using um, on, the, on the car park. So in terms of uh, usage and when, because this is for the borough as a whole, 
not specifically for um, Frodsham, but I have got some feedback here um, in terms of, of the um, feedback that they've got for this area. And, and I think one of the questions was who'd, there was some um, quotes, wasn't there, and I think you'd asked who'd, who'd, who'd well, we, which we, residents. We yeah, we didn't know how the review had been carried out or who had actually been... Yeah, so they were unsolicited, um, so it's feedback that we've had since the car park strategy was um, put in place. So some of those quotes, from, from I think there were some from businesses and from residents, so they've come to us, um, we haven't asked for them, they, that's something. Right. So we didn't ask for that at this stage. So it was um, looking at... Um, it was, it was looking at the uh, numbers of people that were using the car parks and when they were being used and the impact um, mm. that this potentially was happening. So if it, have you read through the report? I haven't read through it yet, okay. no. I, I just, it was just pre your press release, Cheshire West press release. Yeah, so there, was, there is actually a really detailed report. Um, so it might be useful if I get that circulated so that yeah. you can see it yeah. for yourself. Mm. The, I think one of the issues from that, and it's certainly locally, that it's one of the big issues for Frodsham is the displacement of parking because it, right. it's impacting on the residential yeah. streets and I don't think the residents felt that they've been involved in this review. I know it's... it's yeah, so if I give you some of the, the data and stuff that's come out, so um, Frodsham Station Car Park, and so I'm just just go through this as it's presented, and Station Avenue Car Park in Halsby. So the occupancy has increased by 16% and the maximum occupancy increased by 15%. Average length of stay has de decreased by 2.2 hours and I think that was some of the, the issues, wasn't it? So that... Um, Sorry, can I... You say that... Because the occupancy used to be 100%. I mean, this was the problem. Um, so people couldn't park on the car park because people got down there early in the morning. But now that they have to pay, people have been displaced from there. So I don't quite understand that. So, so the average length of stay has decreased. So that, and that was part of the problem because... Yeah, it, but no, it was the 16%... Yeah, yeah, so if, it, if it's yeah, so that people aren't staying all day, so there's people coming, so there's that churn, if you like, people coming in, parking and going, mm. and then somebody coming in. So parking, if people, if someone stayed for a day, they were taking up a parking right, okay. place. So you could actually get three or four people using that, and I think that was one of the reasons for that was to have that churn, so that people mm. could use it for shopping rather than just I, I staying. I think the problem is that the commuters now. Parks oh, yes. okay. on the residential streets. Okay. And Castle Park is another place where. And again, the knock off effect of that is the fact that you can't get around Frodsham because of the way, the way they park. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. local residents can't park. So the, the actual problem's moved. Mm -hmm. It's moved from what was. Yeah, I think Hellsby's finding that as well, but uh, mm. they're certainly getting issues. Yeah. Did you receive my question, Jen? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Um I think the residents of Frodsham uh, would like to know what we can expect from our council as to recreation facilities. Um, our residents see recreation facilities in Northwich and Winsford and Ellesmere Port growing, and nothing happening in Frodsham when we have got facilities that could be used, could be developed. Um, and we think it's only fair because we pay 
the same amount as everybody else, but we think we get the short straw. Okay, Councillor Riley actually asked me a question at full council similar to this. So, um, Brio are currently, um, they're our council company that delivers our uh, leisure services and they are um, facing really bad financial pressures at the moment. So we're working with them to review their priorities and as a result of that review, um, we will be able to come back to say what is possible in, in Frodsham. Um, but I think our, our, our current priority is to get them back on a, a, a stable footing. Yeah. Um, well, I did, sorry I did. for interrupting. My, my, it, my main aim is, is to get something done for Saltwork Hills. Right. Because it's a massive site. All right, okay. It could be a jewel in the crown. It's just that I'm worried about with you saying about austerity. Right. But you see, the thing is with Frodham residents, it really doesn't wash when you see a nice new swimming pool being built in Northwich when they've already got one. Um, you see the same thing with Brio happening in Ellesmere Port. Mm -hmm. That's probably why they're in the financial straits because they're building all these places. Um, and we seem to be at the bottom of the pile. Um, even to upgrade things that we've already got. So if I talk about salt work fields, so that's part of our playing pitch strategy. So it's been identified as part of the football facilities 10-year plan for the borough with ourselves and Cheshire FA um, for work to be done on the, the playing pitch there, but also on the changing rooms as well. Um, so that's, that's separate from Brio. Um, so I, I think that's a lovely asset down there. Yeah. Um, so there is that, I, I can't tell you when it will happen and maybe I'll, I can come back with some information, okay. but it is on the list of um, priorities for if, the if, if I could just add to what you just said, I'm interested to know, <clears throat> yeah. I heard you, you mentioned Neston. Yeah. Neston has got half the population, less than half the population, Frodsham and has a swimming pool. Yeah, it's, yeah. Had to, it's a very, very old swimming pool. It that's would be nice to have a very old one here. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't <laughs> so speak for why it's got, <clears throat> got it, It's also attached to a school, so it's something that's to link to the well, school. Well, we'll have a school, no problem with that. But what I'm trying to say is we're putting 26 million into the, into the bucket. And I'm just backing up what Marley's yeah. saying. He's saying what I'm saying. We need more money spent on what the people here need. Yeah. Okay, can we go to Caroline now for her question? Yeah, I submitted a question because I chair the Fortune Festival of Walks. All right, We're okay. going into our 18th year. Um, we're a very su successful festival yeah. this year. Um, it is run by a very small committee. We're all volunteers. We start planning for it in October. In fact, it's so successful that Cheshire West come to us and want our walks in their brochure. Yeah. Um, so we have a lot of people who then come out walking, which we're all trying to promote to get people walking. The state of our footpaths yes. and the state of our pavements is not a good advert for, uh, for us as Frodsham. Yeah. Um, we need some work doing on the footpaths. We have so many people going out who are volunteers keeping the footpaths clear, um, the actual state of them, I mean, how people, we haven't had people claiming for falls. Yes. People on pavements claiming for trips. Um, I'd like to understand where you're going to come to. I mean, again, the fact that we do a walking festival, I think we should be top of the, of the league for this, and that more 
more work should be done in fraudulent. I keep putting them on the app. Um, okay, I'm, getting, I'm making some progress now, but not as much progress. I think we should have a real blitz on the priority. So is this clearing, for, clearing public rights of way? Is that one issue and about then pavement? So is it two separate? It's two. Well, you've got, really, it's, you've got footpaths, which are routes that people use yes. anyway, and you have pavements, which are incorporated with footpaths when you do a walk. Okay. So the um, clearing of the footpaths has been outsourced in the past to a company that would come in and clear them. However, the standards of that work isn't really what we want them to be. So um, I know for next year we're looking at something different. But I have to say that actually we work with volunteers quite a lot to help with, with our footpaths. Um, and I'm looking at examples from around the country where, so for example in Anglesey they work with the Ramblers. So between them, they make sure that the footpaths are kept clear. So the council will do some, and the ramblers will do do the other. We we well, can. the ramblers do stuff here because you, you speak to any ramblers, they've always got a pair of secretaries. Yeah, in their I, but this is done officially, so they get. Well, that's the yeah, thing. That's the yeah. problem. So that this is uh, done officially. So we are looking, and I know I'm looking to trial something in my area, working with volunteers and our footpaths people to keep the footpaths clear because I know myself that it is it is an issue that um, so what's the way, when you say it's been out previously been outsourced there must have been a budget for it there was a budget but we have had 330 million taken out of our budget since 2010 so we do struggle so some things are not going to be the same as they were 10 years ago so we have to find how that we can work with communities so that we can keep our footpaths open for those that want to go walking um, so we can't just say, yes, we will pay to have all our footpaths because we haven't got enough money to do that, quite frankly. But we will work with communities to see how we can do that at a local level. And I know certainly in Neston, I've got loads of people who want to get involved and do that and do it um, on an unofficial basis. We've, we've tried that. I mean, it's, it's all very well saying that, but you do have to have a cut yes. done oh, no, by I contractors. Quite, yeah, so the, I think this year there was some issue with the um, equipment that the contractors were using. So their flails and all the things they used were strangely and randomly broke when they were due to do the summer cut. Um, and that was, it's out of our hands, so that's why we need to do it ourselves we did from it. now on. We come up with, with problems when it comes to volunteers. We had a successful um, eight-man team down in Waterside for 2015, 16, 17. Mm. But then it come back that um, if they're working around with the council, they shouldn't use strimmers. They shouldn't, unless they'd all been... So the eight-man team diminished because they had to go on these courses. And they didn't have Same. time for the courses. Same All they wanted working. to do was so, to mean, keep their, their dog at walks and their walks that they go with a group of people tidy. And then I was stopped by the town clerk and said, oh my God, Molly, we're going to have loads of problems with insurance because they're not <coughs> insured if they're working with you as a councillor. As, as a Frodsham Town Councillor mm. or as a Quack Councillor? No, as, Chester, uh, as a Frodsham Town Councillor. Right, okay. Well, I need to I, just I, I need to go that. back to, to what you've said well, just before. 
I'm sorry, but I, I do need to make this point. I'd yeah. like to ask questions as well. No, I'm sorry, no, because you were asked to put your questions I know, to Joe. You did it off the back end week. of last week, which is just not enough time. Yeah, I did it at the beginning of the week, asking for a deadline at 4 o'clock. We we've got to allow for the fact that Louise has got to move on to. You've got you sort of time limited you, you've got another but certainly in terms of there were delays in Frodsham I can I, there were delays in Aston with the footpath clearing so I can mm -hmm. only assume that, that happened in other areas so I can find out if that was the yeah. case here yeah. um, can we just move on to pavements right yes. you don't footpaths now okay Let's so in terms of your pavements have these been reported where there's trip hazards uh, to my knowledge, yes. yes. I mean, I encourage people so, to use the app. So, if you can That's tell me where they mainstream. are specifically, I can follow them up for you. Because I don't, okay. I'm not aware of these. So, if you let me know specifically where they are, I can have them investigated okay. and find out. So, do I send them to you? By yeah, email? yeah. Just send, just send it to me directly, and I'll so follow that up. Is? It's just Louise.Gittins at cheshirewestandchester.gov.uk. So if you send them to me, I'll, fo I'll follow those up. Right, thank you very much. Would you be all right if I ask you a quick question, yeah. please? Thank you very much. Um, Councillor Dawson uh, brought up a proposal at Quatch was it on Tuesday to get council um, regarding um, uh, sorry, Liam, we're not green initiatives regarding Liam, solar panels. Louise has just no, said we're not you've just accepted oh, right, so, subsequent sorry, questions no, so, from councillors that weren't on well, the Well, I know, can I just say very quickly, the question that was raised was about solar panels for schools and other community organisations. Yeah, and so we've fed that into our climate emergency task force because I think it's a really good idea. Yes. So you support the idea? I, yeah, but so we need to have a look at how, so we're asking the questions, how can we make it? So that's gone into the task force. Great. Because I think everything that comes out of the task force, but we have to really pay attention and do something. Mm -hmm. So it sounded a good initiative, but it wasn't worth because we'd already debated that. So. Right. Okay, well, thank you very much for your time. No, I'm sorry. Deborah, no more questions, please. If, if anybody sorry. wants to email me with a question, yeah. please do, and I'm happy to respond. Yeah, okay. that's good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Councillor Riley, over to you for your uh, update. Uh, thank you, Chair. Um, I will um, run through a, a, a couple of things. I'll try not to uh, duplicate some of the things that Louise has, uh, uh, has just said, because obviously... Uh, um, we work at the same agenda at the same council, so uh, so there we go. So, um, big agenda item at Cheshire West and Chester on um, Tuesday of last week was the climate emergency report that came forward. Uh, I would urge everybody to have a look at that because there is actually a very comprehensive analysis of our area and the relatively... Um, um, unique carbon footprint that we have by dint of having a very uh, industrialised uh, backdrop to our borough and specifically it is our skyline. So it does actually make some quite interesting reading as to where our borough-wide issues are but uh, a lot of our local issues. Air quality for us is, is an issue. Uh, we've heard tonight about some of the opportunities around transport and uh, things of that ilk. 
Uh, I know Louise has just um, sort of dodged, dodged an issue about the motion that was brought to uh, the council on Tuesday because we had a, a group of local, local parents who, whose kids go to the manor who have worked up an amazing scheme for that school to have solar panels equipped to it. Um, Andrew tabled a motion to council in support of um, our uh, Frodham uh, Roots initiative that's uh, going on now around the town uh, and unfortunately we, uh, we didn't get to debate that motion. We'd been led to understand that there would be a full council debate about it because as uh, the leader of the council has just said, it was and is an amazing opportunity for us to send all sorts of very positive messages to our children and young people to help the schools with their energy and carbon footprint and help to reduce the costs at the school. It's sort of why, as we drive up the A56, there's a big array on Helsby High School. I mean, that was done uh, almost six years ago now and has uh, you know, been a huge success. There are schools all, I think we did 30 odd schools at the time with solar panels. It was a great idea then, it's a great idea now. And, uh, you know, one of the things that um, we're working on apparently now, we declared the climate emergency in May. We've had the chief executive's report and a lot of science now. And over the next um, sort of six to ten months, there will be... Uh, um, we're, we're told 40 recommendations that will be worked up into action plans to come forward as to how the borough will meet its um, net zero um, targets by 2030. So, you know, this, this is all about, um, uh, you know, some big strategic plans at Quack. Our frustration is that we've had five years of um, the council effectively uh, missing opportunities. So I think, you know, we all accept that there is a climate emergency, but it's about taking each and every opportunity, be it big, be it small, to make a difference in some way as to how we can all mitigate against climate change. So when, for example, at the planning committee last week, they approved almost 2,000 houses um, across the borough, a percentage of which were the houses that Cheshire West are actually building themselves, and there is not a solar panel on a roof or a ground source heat pump, we will always point out that there are opportunities missed. So I think, you know, we, we, we all need to be um, diligent and aware of, you know, when there are opportunities to support local initiatives and all get behind, you know, what the parents at Manor, for example, are trying to do, because quite clearly Cheshire Western Chester want to put it into the task force, want to talk about it for the next 10 months, and then there might be an action plan, and we can actually, as a community, I think, take the message that we need to mobilise ourselves and get on and do whatever we can to, to make these things a reality. Uh, we do have a council plan and a budget coming forward in February. Um, we haven't seen the council plan yet. Uh, we haven't seen the budget yet. Um, it will come to us um, uh, in the next couple of weeks when it goes into the scrutiny uh, function at Cheshire Western Chester. So I think that will be very interesting reading. I really do not want to be at another budget council pointing out that the only time Frodham is ever mentioned in the Cheshire West budget is in the appendix around who's paying the council tax to fund the council plan. We really have to 
you know, every man, woman and child in this community make them accept that Frodham needs some investment as well as other communities across the borough. We, uh, we do send, I think it was Bill that said, £26 million came from our community over the last four years and I think we can all accept that there's re relatively little coming back uh, in terms of meeting uh, local needs. So I'll, I'll, stop, uh, I'll stop there. I will circulate, well, all the papers will be in the public domain and you will get them as soon as we get them. There's no uh, shortcuts for being a, a borough councillor when it comes to the budget, I'm afraid. Um, we are um, literally leaping forward with the junior park run plans for Cheshire West. We've got a great um, uh, group of residents that have come forward to volunteer with us. We've got those volunteers volunteering in other park runs because you have to um, get, get some experience before you actually uh, stage your first one. So we're really hoping that this will be something that comes... Um, to Frodham uh, in the next couple of months. We're all just twiddling our thumbs while DBS checks and things like that take place, but uh, we're hoping that that will be a big initiative that gets lots of uh, families uh, coming together on Sunday morning. It will be great to see some, uh, some of our, our parish councillors, our town councillors, uh, occasionally turning up to help us with uh, volunteer marshalling, and uh, who knows, there might be a few runners and uh, pram pushers uh, amongst us. Uh, cycling and walking strategy, I think, has been uh, amazingly well covered by, uh, by, by the team that have done so much work on this. Please do respond to the, uh, the consultation that's over until the uh, 13th of February. Uh, it's a real opportunity for us to link some of that essential infrastructure because we, we literally are just a, a gap between a, a quite, quite a good national cycle infrastructure and some of the, um, you know, the long fought for um, off-road cycling routes that have been created in and around uh, Chester over the last uh, sort of 20 odd years. Um, we've also got a new um, uh, digital platform uh, at Cheshire West. It's called Live Well Cheshire West. It's there to help and support. Um, lots of people do lots of things, living healthy and active lives. It's particularly targeted at people who have um, children uh, around the sort of special needs agenda and for older adults as well who may be struggling with health conditions. Um, it is a big improvement on what came before. It's a statutory requirement, we've got to have one. Uh, if you actually have a look at what's on in Frodham, there's some stuff but it really only skims the surface. We've, we've heard tonight about the, the sort of on a local website, 2,000 activities uh, on the what's on in Frodham, and I think there's probably about a dozen on the Cheshire West website. So if you can encourage all of your networks, your churches, your kids groups, your schools, whatever, to put their activities and make them known to the, the website um, uh, at Cheshire West, these can be shared, and hopefully our residents get to know a little bit more about what's on uh, to help and support them. What was the platform called? Uh, the platform is called Live Well Cheshire West. If you just Google that, it will take straight there. There's lots of help and support around physical and mental health. Um, it's it, it it does look um, um, a lot better, and um, you know it does take you to some of those agencies and um, supporting websites. But when it comes to 
Um, the local activities that give people's lives meaning and value uh, were very short of, of that sort of de detail. It is Health and Wellbeing Week nationally, um, starting next week on the 27th of January. We've got some health MOTs going on in the library, so if you want to go along or if you want to uh, encourage any of your uh, friends, neighbours, friends and family to do so, just um, have a look at that one. Parking strategy isn't scrutiny tonight. I came here tonight um, rather than go to scrutiny, but I did send them a big long list of things to uh, to raise. Um, I think um, Judith covered some of those with Louise, but uh, for, for, for a lot of us, I think we can accept that the parking strategy, um, you know, wouldn't necessarily have been as we designed it, but it's here, it's in, it's working. I think the real, the real tragedy is that it was just a parking strategy. There was no parallel business support activity around loving your high street or any of those sort of local initiatives that is being run elsewhere in the borough as, as now a separate project and it would be nice you know, to have a little bit more feedback on those big strategic issues where we all say hang about, if you're going to do that can we have a think about this at the same time because the two halves of the same coin. Um, last and by no means least, there is some work unfortunately scheduled for the Sutton Weaver Swing Bridge uh, starting on the 5th of February for some night working while they have to uh, uh, paper over some cracks. I'm told that there's some issues that are being investigated but there has been some cracking on the surface so they're going to... Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be a, a, night, a night project. I will be putting that on the website. Is that the 5th of 5th of Feb for about five days. Five weeks, yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's it from me. Obviously, we're on the end of a phone or a, an email if, uh, if anyone's got any issues. A uh, number of planning applications that we've called in. I think we discussed those at the, mm. at the planning yeah. committee. So if anybody needs um, anything that we can help with, just... Yeah. No, okay. it's fine. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry I had to um, draw a line under the uh, bring to an end um, Louise's section, but we had agreed, and Joan asked you to let her have the questions in advance so that Louise could be prepared to answer them. And we were also aware that you know she had to leave, so that's why I had to. Um, what well, what we can do if you really want to have another session with Cheshire West. Council, perhaps we need to organise it in a different format and not just have it as part of the council meeting. Maybe it ought to be just a more of a sort of discussion group. Um, so if you if you have any ideas about that and which uh, members of Cheshire West you might want to come to it, it might be a case of having some of the officers, not just councillors. We can have a look at that. Um, let Joe have any ideas <coughs> that you want. And we see what we can organise. Yeah, I was surprised at the format of this evening because we've normally invited them half an hour before the actual council meeting so that we could take questions from everybody. Mm. Um, but, uh, but even then, we've, asked, we've put the questions in in advance. I think, I think, can I just make a point? I think, you know, you gave us a deadline and there were a number of us who met the deadline. And, you know, that's yeah, what but, but Can I just say that not, all, not everyone would have been able to consider no. a question before that time. And I did ask Joe in an email, even if I hadn't put a question in, would I be able to put a question in tonight? And I was told yes. 
Well, I wasn't aware of that, so I apologise for that. But, but you presume you had to <coughs> send it in by email to begin with? No. No, I, I asked Joe if I... Did I have to put a question in by four o'clock? If I hadn't, would I be able to ask the question tonight? And I was told, yes, I would be able to ask a question tonight. Well, I'm sorry, I wasn't aware of that. But there, there are other opportunities we can get. I mean, it might be, rather than the leader of the council, it might be Councillor Karen Shaw, who, you know, it depends on what portfolio it is. But it, it, it isn't really always fair just to hit them with a question if it's not an area of work that they're particularly involved in. That's why we tried to put the questions in, in advance. Okay, well, let's move on then, on to agenda item 149, co-option. Uh, there have been three expressions of interest today. One formal application has been received. Closing dates, 4 o'clock on Monday the 9th of March, with a view to co-option at the council meeting at the end of March. Yeah, okay. Very good. Agenda item 150, Ship Street Play Area. To note the report from the informal meeting held on the 18th of December. Noticed a few errors with the... They're, they're not for formal approval. They were, they were notes rather than minutes. So people can just write anything that they want on it that didn't actually happen. I don't believe there was anything on there that didn't happen. Well, I don't remember at any point it being said, but if you were preparing information for it, you wouldn't be allowed to be part of the evaluation panel. No, that wasn't said. No, I said it. Mm. I think yeah. I remember that too. I, I don't remember that. Yeah, Helen said, said it. It was me that said it. Helen said it. And Helen yeah. wrote, it wrote up the notes for the meeting, not me. I don't remember it being agreed. I don't we didn't agree to it. Well, maybe not been agreed, but that's why I would like to know if we, if you were if you're a contractor and we were evaluating a piece of work, you wouldn't have the contractor to do. We're not contractors, though. We're okay. Well, if it's that anybody preparing the paperwork, I wouldn't expect the people that prepare the paperwork. So can we just clarify what you mean by the, by that piece? There, do you mean that because we're on? Greengate Community Committee that we are as no, that we aren't allowed onto that discussion no, platform. You're absolutely allowed onto the discussion platform. What I said was we need to consider who's going to evaluate. So the people that are preparing the paperwork really shouldn't be the evaluators. So just to consider that. Um, so if people want to prepare the paperwork, that's absolutely fine. But then it's going to be really hard for them to then evaluate that. So really, if we're we're part of Greengates, if we're not if we're not having a say in what's going to be on the options appraisal. Oh no, you are. No, no. You are. What? So, so the people that are on the working group when we meet next meet, yeah. what we really want to do is go through and go, okay, what we're we going to appraise. So what's the criteria? Yeah. But then what we've got to do is we've got to prepare the paperwork so that the people can then appraise using that criteria. So the working group absolutely can prepare the criteria. What I'm saying is the people would then have to go and prepare the documentation. So for all the different options, really then shouldn't be the evaluators. It just appears to be a way of excluding certain people that might have a certain mindset from the evaluation and being able to stack the results in a certain way. 
we can agree who wants to, to evaluate. We're not saying that nobody's excluded from the evaluation at well, all. Well, it says that councils preparing information would be allowed to be on the evaluation panels, and mm. all three council members that are on the Green Gates Community Project are on that list. So it does seem a way of skewing. Um, no, this, this is about preparing the paperwork for, for the evaluators to then go through so that So who are we proposing to be the evaluators? Well, the working group we're going to meet, we haven't got to that stage. Right, okay. So, so that's to be discussed in the next meeting? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. And that's the, okay, you're the, welcome. The other issue was, um, we've, we've got four options on there. Um, the second one was just the land to be used as a community hub. I was under the impression that that one was a community hub and park, not just the whole thing being a building. I thought they kind that's of went together, so in the middle, and a park as well. So that yeah. just just to make the point that that maybe needs slightly rewording here. Yeah, that's fine. And then I also think an opportunity for a permanent structure or yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's, gonna, it's, kind of, it's, yeah. it's got to be fluid so that we can kind of go, oh, maybe that doesn't feel quite right, or can we look at a, a formal structure and a temporary structure? So, absolutely, everything's on the table. But, but none of us on that list would allowed to be evaluating? No, not necessarily. So, the so working can't group. Do both. So, if, can if we be on the working group and evaluate? Yes. Yeah. Now, the, there's, there's the, dif the difference oh, no. here, and it's, it's a new point, is. As we are starting to, whoever's going to be involved in collating that, and I guess you can say presentation, whatever it is, the evaluators have to read and look at. If you're part of the group that are preparing that paperwork, yeah. then it's going to be really hard for that person to then evaluate as well. So as a working group member, we can go through all the assessment criteria, we can decide that. But if you, if you desperately want to be part of that, pulling that information together and preparing it in a presentation format it's going to be really difficult for that individual to then evaluate as well. So in effect you want a jury that hasn't been involved? Um, if you know what I mean. Well it's for us to decide, I'm just saying it's, it's far easier. It's really difficult to have someone that's then putting the information together and then evaluating it as well. Hmm. I get that. I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 You're too close to it. Yeah. Yeah. To, it, 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 you do get too close to it. Um, and again, it's for, it's for discussion because we, we also said at the end of that last meeting just to consider who you might want on the evaluation panel because it could be that we have residents on there or one or two residents or you know an external objective or a member of the Green Gates community or a member of the Green Gates community. Yeah, absolutely. Because not everyone on the council. We're not just the... No, community. no, we're sure, 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 that. I think that, that's what you're, you're saying, is it? It's, it's to be discussed. Yeah. And it could be someone independent. Absolutely. It could be a member of the Green Gates community. I think a good, one would, a good one would be a, a member of, not a councillor, mm -hmm. but a officer of Cheshire West and Chester. Or maybe somebody it, from the schools. Or somebody be. from a school. It's all there to be discussed. It's all there to be discussed. What it is, it's trying to get... Well, started. if the council ask, I think you'll find a different option. They're like asked as a, a council. Governor. Well, I've got a governor that will. Yeah. A school it's, governor that will. I think what we're trying to do, and we can discuss it when we next meet, is to try and have that evaluation panel as impartial 
as you possibly can. Um, just, you know, to, to avoid any kind of conflict of interest. Much as we do here, we have to kind of say, there's a conflict of interest, I just want to be as impartial as, as we can. But absolutely, it's not excluding anybody. Okay. Could, could ask the 200 people, 250 people that filled in the survey. So it's going to go out to public consultation, isn't it? They've got to be consulted by as members of the public anyway. They'll go out to the whole fraction. Mm -hmm. Can we then just accept this note as it stands? I, I don't accept it as it stands. All we're doing is noting, so we're not approving or otherwise because yeah. they are informal notes. Yeah. So basically, on the second bullet point, the community hub, that really is going to be whatever that group decide they want the community hub to be. That's the yes, option. And it, it's with, with, and it with the park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and then when on, for the evaluation panel, you want to find this sort of independent, impartial Just an evaluation team. Yeah. yeah, and we can discuss that at the next, next right, meeting. Right, okay, that's fine. Yeah, okay. Mm. So are we deciding tonight on a date for the next I meeting? Do you want to put some dates through? Well, are there any actions, before we get to agreeing the date, are there any actions to be taken? Agenda item 150. Has the grass been cut? No. That was one thing that we didn't No. But that's... The keys have been collected and they will be doing it when the weather improves and they feel that they can do it. Okay. okay. And then the, we agreed that the gates would be opened. We don't no, agree that. Been caught no. and it's been checked. No. no. The gates can't be opened. When, when it's been, grass has been caught and you agreed to have it inspected. We, only, we agreed that there would be an inspection before the before grass the was gates cut. Were no, before the grass was cut, to identify whether there are any hazards for the people cutting the grass yeah. under there. But the only uh, minute from that meeting is that the grass will be cut. I thought you said the two little gates at the back are going to be open, it's not the front not ones. Not in the minute. Two. We did discuss it. Yeah. We discussed it, but I think we... I suppose it, it was going to require a further inspection once it's been cut to see what the state of the land is. That's mm. what was... Because of the safety aspect. Right. But that's... I think that's... I think that's that going to have to go to the... meeting, can't it? Yeah. So it's uh, more parrot. So yes, it would be amenities. Yeah, and we've got an amenities committee early February. Okay. okay, so the next thing is to agree a date for the first meeting. You need it as soon as possible. Do you want to just circulate to... dates or do you yeah, want to I'll agree it tonight? I don't mind, I can circulate some dates to you. So I was thinking if you might so meet this week or next week. Does that work when you did, got it around to do a doodle poll? It doesn't work for, for example, Council Pennington. Mm. I'm going to be out of action from the end of February, so... No, I'm hoping to have, if we can, we can do one of this week, next week. Yeah. yeah. Week Just the sooner, sooner we get done, and the quicker we can start. Just yeah. a matter of opinion, I think it needs to be done as soon as possible so it can come back to full council at the next meeting. Yeah. yeah. Or else it's going to drag on and drag yeah. on forever. Exactly. Okay. You circulate some dates then. Some dates out. Thank you. Right, 150.4. This is just to note that I've had a Freedom of Information request uh, for Mr. Expenditure on all new equipment since 2012 from a member of the Green Gates group. Um, and that Freedom of Information request has been actioned and the information has been provided. Can I ask a question on that? Who will be collating all that info? You and it's been done. It? It's been done. Yeah. I just wondered how much it's up in your time that it's cost us. If, if all the information is in the public domain, 
So any, anyone can research that. So therefore you've used your... I have used them at my time, yes. Okay, so that's a cost to the council. Thank you. Okay. Right, uh, 151, to approve and sign the minutes of meeting number eight. Proposed. Second, sorry, yeah, I was just reading them, sorry. Is there a second there? Can I just ask a question? We just have a... Uh, is it about those minutes? Just about the freedom of information. Is that an unusual thing to have a request for freedom of information? Not in Frodsham. Okay. <laughs> so does it always get noticed on the agenda? It's the first time I've dealt with it. Where, where there's been a response that's gone out. So that's why I put it on the agenda. We do have the right to refuse or to charge if it's going to involve a lot of the uh, yeah. Joe's time. Wasn't the last one about £2,000? Yeah. yeah. I think the thing is, most of the information that you've been given was in the public domain anyway. Yeah, just pick it up from the, the finance things, couldn't you? Okay, so are we all those in favour of uh, minutes. minutes of meeting eight? We've got a proposer and a second. Everybody have to have a show of hands for those who wish to approve. Yeah. Two, three, four. yeah. Can you just keep your hands up, Monica? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, you know. Anybody? Oh. Um, and I'm then. Assigned to, 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 to the next screen. Hmm. Well, while I'm signing these, can we look at meeting number nine, is it? Yeah. Everybody yeah. happy with those minutes? Proposed. Seconded. Seconded. <laughs> yeah. All those sure, please. Yeah. Unanimous. Yeah. During October, £39,404.31p. Income was £21,410.39, which included a VAT refund <coughs> for August to November 19 of £12,305.35. I've read the finance report and I'd like to approve them. That's the next one to approve and sign the accounts including bank reconciliations, income and expenditure. So we've got proposal, Mally. Seconded. Seconded by Phil. All those in favour? Thank yeah. you. The double sided. So you want both sides? Yes, 
two. Right, uh, 153, Trudgeon Youth Association. To approve the release of the agreed donation of £10,000 to Trudgeon Youth Association on the 1st of April. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd like to propose that. I'll second. Thank you. All those in favour? Unanimous. Uh, 1531 to approve the annual donation for April 2021 and 2022. Can I just add well, to this? I, I think it should say April 2023 as Great. well. Yeah, mm -hmm. all right. Because um, it we, was a proposal that I put to the budget in committee that we, instead of them coming back every year, just let's give it them on the first, but with the proviso that they tell us what they've spent the money on. Yeah, yeah. I think this is it. There, there was a, a condition to them providing satisfactory financial information. So if, if Sorry, just to clarify, they can do that at usual November's meeting, can't they? As they provide, as they did recently, can't they? The report. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fine, isn't it? Yeah. As long as they provide the financial information yeah. before the 1st of April. Yeah. So, and so you'll extend that to, say, April 2023, and you say subject to provision of satisfactory financial information. Okay. Can I have a proposed room second of the I propose that. We're all in favour? Yeah. Okay. Right, 154 CCTV to receive an update from the clerk. Hopefully you'll all have received this. Yeah, and read it, so I won't go through that again. Um, and there is um, full explanation on the website yeah. as to how yeah. it's happening and why. Um, 155 staff training. That's just to note there are some new accessibility guidelines um, that have come into force already and um, it's to do with the way that people for example who are using a screen reader can access the reports and the information that the council have put on. It does change quite a lot of the things from the council's point of view as to how we can present information and it's so that it's accessible to anybody who's got any difficulties where they need to use uh, a reader or have hearing problems or sight problems to try and make everything that we publish accessible. We're going to need quite a lot of help from Rabbit who currently provide mm. our website um, but the admin officer and myself are going to Gorstang tomorrow to go and find out exactly what needs to be done. In advance we've provided um, a link to our website so that an evaluator is already going to have looked at that by the time we get there so we should have specific information about what we need to improve. Can I ask if this is a one-off training? Yes. Who's provided the training? Uh, Society Local Council. Oh right, yeah, your, your organisation. So. Sorry about that. You're right. That could be a big bang. That's it. Um one five six to note the minutes of the planning committee held on the 18th of November, 17th of December and 20th of January and the decisions <coughs> taken. Opposed? Oh, we, we're just noting them. We're just oh, noting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry, switched it off. Sorry for such a 
157 Policy, Process and Revenue Committee to note the minutes. The meeting held on 16th of December and the decisions taken. want to consider the recommendation that the current bank account be moved to Unity Trust Bank. This yeah. will allow um, Joe to do some online banking. And it will also put extra safety checks in place because it will require two officers of the council to make payments uh, <coughs> with the added backup of uh, the chair of the council being able to have access to the accounts to see what is going through there. Okay. <coughs> it's an account that is basically designed for town and parish councils. <coughs> so, we'd want yep. to propose on a second. I'll propose. All those in favour? Yeah. <coughs> right, 158. To note the minutes of the amenities committee held on the 10th of December and the decisions taken. Noted. Uh, 159 Events Committee to note the minutes of the Events Committee held on the 14th of January and the decisions taken. Noted. And to receive a report from Councillor Poulton regarding VE Day yeah. 2020. Well, this doesn't happen very often, so I'm going to say thank you to the six, six councillors that uh, turned up for the... Because remember, it is a Fortune Town Council event not a Mally Poulton or a Big Bees breakfast event. Um, the enthusiasm is amazing. In fact, I think Helen will say we've carried on and um, things are now moving at a great pace. It's going to be a fabulous weekend. It all comes to all. Um, and we're blessed with Councillor Judith Critchley's weather conditions that she got for Christmas. We should uh, be smiling. Um, we've already got... Um, the Queen's Hotel has already kicked us off with sponsorship. They're doing the um, programmes for the event. And I think the, the programme that I laid out to Council um, on the Friday, Saturday and Sunday is very much what the group wanted to do. Um, and for us to have a traditional street market um, with uh, an emphasis on food and drink on Saturday down the main street and a um, concert that was all welcomed. The parade was welcomed. I am seeing the um, police chief on Wednesday night, so I should be bringing it up for the best person to get the permissions that we need. But the enthusiasm there, we can have some more enthusiasm if more people want to join in. Um, and the next meeting, it will be deciding who's looking after what. Um, but we have a great lady on the um, committee. I think she did an awful lot for oh, yes. the Christmas festival. And Michelle is um, up and running as we well, not running. I think she's <laughs> I think she's galloping. Um, but the, her enthusiasm for once, it wasn't Molly Colton that had the enthusiasm. It was the rest of the people in the room. And I was really pleased to say that um, the Conservative Club was there, the Food Bank was there, the church was there, the Scouts was there. Marshal. We have a parade marshal. Yeah. Um, Frodsham Sings. Frodsham Sings was there. Festival of Walks was there. So we had a good cross-section. There are still other people that I'd like to do. I mean, Weaver Vale School, um, the Manor School, and 
Well, all the four schools um, either um, said that they'd be keen or they couldn't send representation. I think we had about 30 emails from people that couldn't be there on the night, and we had 21 people there. Thanks again to Ryan at the Queen's because he put butties and chips on. So we're dangling the carrot for everybody to come to the next one, which will be early February. We'll let um, Jo know and she'll circulate. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 160 fly tipping. Deborah? Yeah, I haven't got a report about it. Was, it was um, somebody that had emailed Liz about some fly tipping on um, Facebook, so. Or wouldn't I don't you know. just email Cheshire West and Chester? Yeah. We, we weren't able to do that because we've got no location. It was oh, just right. in, in this area. I've got a postcode for you. Okay. So I just wanted to be clear on the, the process really. It would be better for the residents to contact yeah. Cheshire West through the report it using that app. Using the app. You can take a photo on it, that gives the latitude and longitude. Down, yeah. down Ashton, Ashton Drive. Yeah, you, you can do it on on the website as well. <coughs> yeah. But you, you have got to give it. I just wanted yeah, to yeah, be clear. Maybe this needs to um, I just needed to be clear that it's not down to councillors to report all mm. the fly tipping that's reported. It's mm. to the it's all to, to the, the council. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it should be the residents that are doing yeah. the report. So because they're there when they're there. There is there is a few exceptions. I'm sorry, Sharon. There is a few exceptions, I mean, particularly with your ward of Waterside. There are older yeah. people that don't know how to do that, and they'll yeah. come to you. I mean, the amount of times that I've had potholes and blue badges yeah. and everything else. But Yeah, that's fair yeah, enough, and then we did report it, but it was just that I think Liz directed the query to... It to us, to, to us, and but it was ward councillors. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and it really yeah. was. Because like we were able to trawl through Facebook to find out where exactly it was. And to be fair, neither could Liz. No, that's fair that enough. So really, all Liz needed to do was to email whoever yeah. it was that had emailed her in the first place. Right. Right. It just said the pumping station, and I've got yeah. a, I've got a map that's got yeah. there. As far as uh, people not understanding what we do and what Cheshire West is. <coughs> Liz is working on a, yeah, a little the, graphic, graphic thing which sets out, makes it quite clear with what we do. Can we and get we, that put in for Action Live? I think it will be once Liz has finalised it. So it's in hand. Um, right, 161, this consultation on the cycling walking infrastructure. I'm wondering if that's something we could delegate to amenities committee to do early February. Thirteenth mm -hmm. of February is the yeah the eleventh of February. Is the Sorry, say that again. What are you, what are you proposing? The amenities committee actually do the response on behalf of the council. Yeah. Uh, why can't we just agree tonight? Well, I just I think we should just accept these proposals and take forward and say we're right into Cheshire West and say. Let's just go with these. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, you know, we've done the presentation, they've come and made the effort tonight. Yeah, but mm. it's just wasting time. Exactly. I thought you wanted us all to do, I've already done the consultation, right. I don't know if anybody else I has. I haven't done. looked, uh, is it an online consultation? Yeah. 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 So you've got to work your way through yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's, obviously there's, there's, there's obviously Chester and Northwich and Winsford Elders. Yeah, I, I've not gone online to, to look at it yet. I don't yeah. think there's anything. Has in. everybody around the table looked at it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't Just think, do it. to be honest, at the same time. Have you looked at it yet? 
Um, no. There was a closing date on the consultation. It's so I think if you the Communities Committee, committee mm -hmm. you're going to list about. We do it as individual councillors. I mean, yeah. well, no, I think we've, we've just heard the urgency of mm. backing something that we need to throw a weight behind this because yeah. we're, we're having to apply for money. And yeah. we just talked about the importance of fraudulent gain yeah. fair share. So I think yeah. it's very important. Exactly. It's a but again, example. you've got a different number of views around the table. We don't all have we'll the same. We'll make them individually. So well, collective. We can why don't we, 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 we have a vote now tonight to say that we agree as a group Please, yeah. council yeah. Why don't we gather the best of to Cheshire West? We can have the best of both worlds, can't we? We can all go and do the consultation on the website yeah. and we can have a vote now to see if the council yeah. would back yes. Um, yes. the proposal that's been put through. I've looked at the format oh. of the consultation so I don't know whether it's a tick box, yes, no, or whether you're actually expected to put comments well, in. But, but if we can't do it right, it's both. Within the presentation this that's not the same as the consultation. No, but, but I think as a group, we can just agree that we agree with that proposal. It's clear now that some of us don't know what the format of the consultation is. We don't know the questions that they're asking, and we can't just ask Joe to go away and fill it in for us. All it is in the consultation. It's just all these points that they've. Well, why don't we do? There. Why don't we do another issue? We, all right. So people want to look and take some time, but surely Joe can send round then an email to all of us on a vote so we can get it done as quickly as possible. If we can't agree now. I think Councillor Williamson just made a proposal, did you? To yes. Yeah, but, but, uh, yes. Hold on, my proposal first was that it should go to the Amenities Committee. I, I that was the first proposal. But we should delegate it to the Amenities <coughs> Committee on the 11th of February with, uh, to meet the closing date of the 13th. That gives us all time to look at it. It's too late. It's two days before the closing date. How can it be too late? Well, let's take a vote on it. How can people not be in support yeah. of okay. having a, a cycle of walking way? How can anybody right. not so support it? Let's go with my proposal first, because that was the first one, that we delegate it to the Amenities Committee. Does anybody want to second that? No. No? Okay. So the proposal then from... Councillor Williams. That we, is as a council, I think we should vote tonight that we're going to back it. Yeah. I'll second it. I'll you put your name in, so I've put my name in and my email, and you can just save it as you're going along. It's like any of these consultations. We just had a. Can we just vote on this proposal, please? Well, so rude. No, because I don't know what, exactly what it is. I would that like to expect it was supposed to do. As a council, that we support that this. man that's yeah. just that's gone. Set up. Well, set not up. an individual. Because it's set, set up for individuals. individuals. It's not a no, proposing that as a council, as a whole council, we're back. But this is 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 Oh, I understand what Pat is saying. Can Lynn speak? No, I'm sorry. It's the Frodham Town Council meeting. Um, 
I was trying to be helpful. Oh, Rather than using the standard online view, yeah. why doesn't the town council just write a letter to yes. support? That's yes. what we yes. exactly yes. want. Yes. 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 Then I can say, just in relation to these proposals. Yeah. So the proposal then from who, who which council? Council Williams. Pat, that it, rather than reply to the consultation, we or fill in the consultation, do we write a letter. No, we do As both. a council. Do no, we do both. both. We do both. The survey yeah. individually. As, as an individual. individual. Okay. What they're looking for is numbers. They want responses. What will happen when they get this survey done is they will look at the survey. They won't look at the names. It's, it's the responses they want. They'd rather have 15 responses than yes. one. We'll do that as well. Do we'll they nice to support it from the council? Say. A nice letter to say fresh and We're fully back in, yeah. Are in support of this as well. So, as okay, so the proposal then yeah. is that Joe writes a letter saying that Frodsham Town Council supports this initiative. With the proviso that we send a copy of the letter that we're sending to Joshua <coughs> West and Chester to the gentleman that presented tonight to show yeah. our yeah. Yeah. So so You're changing yeah. the proposal now, Mallory. You'd have to vote on the letter. We can vote on Mallory's as well. Right, then, we have to vote now on Mallory's amendment. Yeah, we can Okay. We have a proposal in the second for Mally's amendment. I propose that. Yeah. I'll second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all those in favour of Mally's amendment. Yeah. Okay. And can I just clarify? I am just sending a, a one liner saying we support the aims yes. of this. Yeah. 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 That's that's not the that's not the. No, the proposal the proposal is that Joe writes a letter saying that Frodsham Town Council fully supports the, yes. the initiative. And the reasons why. Yes. No, no. Please stop changing the proposal. Let's stick just, to, just I mean, to it. it. Everyone's take on it is going to be, as an individual, is going to be slightly different. It is. I think individual questions. Yeah, so, the support is fine. And then we do it as, as individuals. As a collective, we're just saying yes, we actually agree. Yeah. Council, what you're saying. Council procedure is if we have a proposal. Please, council procedure is if we have a proposal, we vote on it. But if somebody wants to amend it, we have to vote on the amendment. And every further amendment you make, we have to vote on. But we can just say a letter, and then Joe can use an initiative, can't she? No, 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 because it's coming from council. So just that say what well, well, she goes along. She's got to write the letter, say what we've decided we want the letter to say. Can we not just say what we said that we are in fully support of that's, them I mean, and send the same letter to them, and then if they come back for anything, we go with it because we're in fully support of them. Yeah, simple. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's well, that, that is enough. We we fully support. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> the so we're back to, to Pat's proposal. There's a letter so saying that we, we fully support it. Okay, so we've got Pat's proposal, Lynn's second in it. All those in favour of the letter? This is to the council. Yeah. Okay, Treasure West. And my yes. amendment to that was to send a letter to the council. <laughs> 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 no, 
I'm sorry, Molly, we've voted on the proposal now. You can't amend it. I want the letter, I want a copy letter going to that company. Yeah. 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 Yes, I heard you say that. I did. Prior yeah. to Tell you what, Molly. You did. You just sent me one. That's a good idea, yeah. councillor. Then everybody can have a copy on it. Put it on the website. <laughs> right. So, that's the agenda. Right. One six two Market Towns to note the correspondence received from the Rural Services Network and agree action to be taken. Did That's anybody, been circulated. Did anybody read this? Yes, I yeah, did. Yes. I yeah. tell you what, I I lost myself and I lost the will to live at paragraph fourteen, I think, because it was a bit repetitive of what it was what it was trying to achieve. And I got to the end of the letter, and maybe I'm thick, but I didn't see what he wanted us to do. <coughs> to I be don't honest. think we were being asked to do anything specific other than to support the initiative. Well, doesn't it, doesn't it say somewhere that we've got to become a member of something? Oh, yes. There's no associated cost there with that, though, is there? Just, like, just somebody tired of somebody who's going to attend yeah. any meetings. Oh, right. So we, well, we couldn't make a representative, though, could we? Or... I think it's a good initiative. Yeah. We can just say we support it, can't we? Yeah. They're, asking, they're looking for some action, not just a letter to say, yeah, we support you. Mm. That you've been invited to join this <coughs> forum. The committee needs to decide whether they want to join the pool. Well, maybe somebody wants to. Um... Could we not ask them just to come and do a quick. They want us to do stuff. They don't want to come here and talk to us about it. They want us to join the network and be proactive as part of it. Yeah, as a market town. So, is there, a, is there for example, a councillor who wants to be that representative? I can't drive, so I can't. No, thank you. I mean, I would obviously, because of what I promote um, with other things, but the driving is a problem with me. Me so too. I can't do it, unfortunately. So while we could give them support, it would only be verbal support, and we'll keep having their mail. And then if something really important to Procton comes up, maybe we could step up. Well, I know this has been circulated to councillors already, but maybe what we need is a follow-up with that, saying um, if Frodham Town Council decides to join or become a member of the Rural Services Network, are there any councillors who would want to represent Frodham Town Council on it? And then we can only join if we have somebody willing to be the representative. And maybe to help us out on that is asking this networking group what they expect us to do. I was going to say that. Yeah. That's I'm why I just said, could they not just yeah. someone just come here and just say, if you do join us, this is what they might not want to come here, but they might not want to come If you join, this is what's expected. Yeah. What is the commitment? Yeah. yeah, definitely. But I think I also ask all of our councillors if they do want um, to be, if, if, if nobody if wants me to represent the town. I don't think it's a matter of wanting, I think sometimes it's a matter of logistics, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So in which case, it would, it would fail as a support. Yeah, yeah. if we've yeah. got a, a willing councillor to, to engage with them, then we're Where not really... Where do they meet? Well, it's, it's a countrywide thing, isn't it? So I think the thing is, if you ask them what they expect of us, then we can make a decision based on that. Yeah. 
Yeah, be easy to know what their expectations are. And then we can make a decision. Are we ready to move on to the clerk's report? I'm going to report on the Sutton Woodhaver Lever Swing Bridge. Yeah. Works beginning Wednesday the 5th of February, um, and I'll publicise that on the website. Uh, the work's going to be delivered by the Canal and River Trust, but they're being funded by Cheshire West Chester Council. The access road for the extension to the burial ground has been completed. It was tarmacked last it's Thursday. It looks excellent. Um, the turfing is now going to wait until the spring because they're saying that it will just make far too much mess and its chance of taking are slim at this time of the year. So that will be going on in the meantime. I'm going to be meeting up with Harrison Design in the next couple of weeks. Uh, there is a mound of earth which still remains where there is both an environmental cost and a financial cost to remove. Um, Harrison Design are saying that that mound will settle over time. As, as the graves do after they've been dug. Um, we would want some of that soil for top filling after once the graves have sunk following a burial. Um, but I'm going to go and have a look and just see how big that mound is, what the cost is. And the environmental cost is it's going to have to be dumped somewhere, which means getting in trucks to come um, and dump. I was going to say I can give you contacts of somebody who will locally come and pick it up and they actually, if you like, recycle it. So it all gets regraded. Okay. If you just topsoil. If you remember, Town Clerk, they did give us at that meeting um, an estimate for removing it. Yes, it was. But expensive. I think if Caroline's proposal sounds more, yeah, more yeah. fitting. I had a lot of soil taken away. Yeah. Okay. Um, Could I just go back with the, on the bridge thing? Are they saying that they are actually having closures overnight? Overnight um, lane closures, not yeah. not. And there'll be tra temporary traffic lights. Mm -hmm. What time? I know, is it at night time? They've not actually put a time on it. I'm saying because I mean, I'm yeah, yeah, right right right. Night from work, so. Yeah. I just think it was overnight. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't say whether it starts at it's nine o'clock or. Completely. Yeah, yeah, one one seven, just so. down to one lane, then I presume. If you get any information, then I'll be able to work. It's never anybody's back in your Okay. Right, in terms of works to the uh, <coughs> memorial, things have been held up a little there because of the weather and because of the work that they've been doing. Um, the gold leafing on the railings can't be done until the weather improves, so that will be in the spring. Um, but it's as completed as it can be at the present time. And I've got a meeting on Wednesday with the contractors on that to look at signing the work that's been done so far. Um, and then finally, several confidential items have been brought to my attention since the publication of the agenda. Um, so there is a thought that these items should be considered under Part B. So I want to ask whether anyone wishes to propose that we agree to exclude members of the press and public at this point to enable some discussion to take place under Part B of an agenda subject to Schedule 12A of the local authorities' minutes and access to information regulations. This is due to the confidential nature of the subjects under consideration. Proposed. Second. Second. Caroline. Sorry, who was the second? Caroline. 
Yeah, we're going to come for break. Yeah, we'll have a short conference break. And I'll switch the microphone off now.